0: good evening good night how is everybody doing out there this is Gilmy again and i hope you guys are having a fantastic day and this is another episode of Gilmy talks cryptids i am i'll be straight with you guys <laughs> i am home sick uh i got about five or six stitches in my head and i'm like you know what I'm going to record some uh, content for for you guys. I'm, instead of sitting on the uh, couch being like, Oh, poor me. I got stitches. I am not feeling well. I'm not 100%. I'm this. I'm that. I'm the other thing. I'm like, gotta keep positive. Gotta keep going. So, this episode, I am talking all about cryptid whales. Because there's multiple finned crustaceans. Records of two-finned cetaceans have been described in unverified written accounts by naturalists over the past few years. Uh, the first one, there, cryptid rails are cessations claimed to exist by cryptozoologists on the basis of informal sightings, but not accepted by taxonomists as they lack formal descriptions of type specimens over the past few hundred years. Sailors and whalers have reported seeing whales they cannot ad- identify. The most well-known are gig giglios whales, the Rhinoceros dolphin, Trunko, the high fin sperm whale, and the Alula whale. And I absolutely love whales, sea creatures. I just watched uh, Disney Plus. There's a blue, uh, blue Whale documentary on there. I really recommend it. It's really well done. And so first off, Gig, Giglioli's whale, or Amphitera pacifica, is a purported species of whale observed by Enrico Hilo Gigolio. It is described to have two dorsal fins, a feature which no known whale has. On September 4th, 1867, on board a ship called the Magenta, 1,930 kilometers, or 1,200 miles, off the coast of Chile, so they're in the middle of the Pacific Ocean here. A zoologist spotted a species of whale, which he could not recognize. It was very close to the ship, too close to shoot it with a, a cannon, and was observed for a quarter of an hour, so about 15 minutes, allowing Gogolio to make very detailed observations. The whale looked overall similar to a whirlpool, 18 meters, uh, 59 feet long with an elongated body, but the most notable difference was the presence of two large dorsal fins about two meters, 6.6 feet apart. Other unusual features include the presence of two long sickle-shaped flippers and a lack of throat pleats. For a whale that size, they need that to actually get get the food and get the water going. Another report of a two-finned whale of roughly the same size was recorded by the ship Lily off the coast of Scotland the following year. In 1983, Corsica and the French mainland, French zoologist Mark Maigrat cited a similar-looking creature, although it has not been proven to exist. It was given a classification by Gigolio. The whale may have been a genetic mutation. That's what I'm thinking, giving the species a lead size and attributes. It's extremely doubtful such a species would have been taken and reported by modern commercial whalers, bringing in its doubt, its into doubt of its very egg existence. Because if it's a big whale, the whalers will probably get it, which I'm very sad about. But I do not enjoy it. I do not like whaling. Let the whales be, because there's only... There's very few large whales left out there, so... I'm on the boat. Leave them alone. Even if they're at cryptids, leave them alone. Let them do their thing. The rhinoceros dolphin. Delphinus rhinoceros is a purported species of dolphin. Or dolphin-like whale, said to have an additional dorsal fin on the near... Ooh, near the head, reminiscent of a rhinoceros horn. Uh... John René Constant and Joseph Gamard allegedly discovered the dolphins off the coast of the Sandwich Islands and New South Wales. It supposedly possesses two dorsal fins, much like C- Gagolio's C- G- G- whale. I'm I'm messing these names up, guys. One of the n- one near the head, where the neck would would be on a terrestrial, an- animal. And the other is farther back than the dorsal fin of any other dolphin. These have somewhat large size and are black and large white blotches. Michael Rene suggests it may have been misabsorbed somersault behavior, with the first fin being a flipper and the second being a fluke, but dismissed it as unlikely. George Coover proposed it may have been an optical illusion and Richard Ellick suggested it may have been a dolphin with a memora stuck on his head. That's what I think it is. Because if you know what re- 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 remoras are, that would explain it perfectly. Marcus Bueller pointed out that the one dolphin's deformed jaw curiously resembles the oddly placed fin or horn of the rhino- rhinoceros dolphin. So if the jaws jaws messed up, could be that. Uh, soon, dorsal fins are apparently a genuine mutation. However, none have turned up. A considerable distance from where the dors- dorsal fin should be positioned, let alone the head. Renell and Sylvester argued that since Quay and Gomard observed multiple individuals exhibiting the morphology, a distinct species, would be more probable than a pod of disfigured individuals. Another argued hypothesis that this po- that the pod was part of an inbred population which led to the mutation. Another possibility is that Khoi and Gamad observed specimens which were neither deformed nor members of an unknown species or population, but rather misidentified a pair of beaked whales that, by specific, appeared to be one single creature. There's a lot of different differences with rhinoceros dolphins. On to the next one. Uh, The hyphen sperm sperm whale, or the hyphen Cachalot is an alleged variant or relative of the known sperm whale with an unusually tall dorsal fin from the North Atlantic. So it's like a sperm whale with a dorsal fin kind of like an orca or better known as a killer whale because they have huge huge dorsal dorsal fins. The physician Sir Robert Sabad, S- sorry Sabald, in 1687, described an alleged stranded female individual on Ork, Orkney, and Orkney, also known as the Orkney Islands, is an archipelago in the northern Isles of Scotland, situated on the north coast of the island of Great Britain. Orkney is ten miles (16 kilometers) north of the coast, which has about seventy islands, which are twenty are are inhabited, and. However, naturalist George Cuvier disregards Sebald's claim as it's a bad description of, a, of the carcass as well as dismissing the name. Another lead sighting was off the Ana- Anaplas Basin which is a sub-basin off the Bay of Fundy located along the northwestern shore of Nova Scotia and the western end of the An- Anilap uh, Valley. So, right in Canadian waters September twenty seventh, 1946 where the creature was apparently trapped there for two days its length was estimated to be between 3 to 30 meters so 10 to 100 feet long that is a huge difference in size so that one I'm gonna chalk up to maybe they didn't know what they were talking about now the Alua whale or the Alua Killer, was discussed and uh, illustrated for the first time, but not formally named in a field guide of whales and dolphins, purportedly being seen by the author several times. It resembles a sepia brown killer whale with a well-rounded forehead and white star-like scars on the body. He wrote that it presented in the deep coastal waters in the Gulf of Aden, which is a deep water gulf in the Indian Ocean between Yemen and the North Arabian Sea, to Socotra, which is an island republic off of, off of Yemen. And they were seen in April, May, and June and September. He estimated it roughly to be 6 to 7 meters, weigh about 1.8 metric tons, 2.0 short tons, and they have a dorsal fin that is around 2 meters high just like regular killer killer whales. Bry, Bryns, B R U Y N S. If anyone knows how to spell how to say that, let me know <laughs> cuz I have no idea. Reported that they maintained a cruising speed of 4 knots and traveled in groups of 4 to 8, but usually 6. So an average ab, average pod size. And then the unidentified beak whales, the Moore's Beach Monster an initially unidentified carcass found in 1925 on Moores Beach on Monterey Bay was identified by the California Academy of Science as a Baird's Beak Whale. Regarding similar cases relating to beak whales, as unknown type of large beak whales of similar size to fully grown have been reported to live in the Sea of Okhotsk. These whales are claimed to have heads somewhat similar to Longman's Beaks whales, and there have been claims that records and records of stranding of these whales exist along the area within and adjacent to the Tartar Strait, which is the strait in the Pacific Ocean dividing the Russian island of Sakin and main island Asia. In the 1910s, in addition, possible new species of beaked whales have been described to be present in the coastal waters of Abashiri, Shiretoko Peninsula, and Hokkaido. Why do I get the Japanese names right, right, but not the Russian names? I, that one, I will never know. And I just want to say thank you very much for listening to another Gilme Talk scripted. This one was all about whales. And I, if you haven't noticed, I got a soft spot for uh, whales and dolphins and stuff like that. Because I think they're all kind of awesome. And I've always been a little obsessed with uh, sea creatures that breathe air. I don't know why. But thank you very much for listening. A couple of things, guys. Go rate, review, subscribe to Gilmy Talks on any platform. It really does help out, out the show. If you are interested in joining the Gomi Talks Patreon, it does launch February 1st. And it's Gomi Talks Patreon. Put it in uh, Google. You would definitely find it. Or link in the show notes here. Uh, go check out the launch cart store. It's in the show show notes if you do want any Gomi Talks merch. And my sponsors are Bats in the Belfry Art doing commissions right now, so go check her out and ghost jewels just go go to the instagram page click on the link for the website go check out some amazing goth gothic style jewelry it's the stuff that i really enjoy and if you really want to get in the best shape of your life in 2023 new year new you let's get this going check out robert cole stinson on instagram guys owner of 21st century physique He's an online strength and mass coach, online weight loss weight loss coach, F24 coach. He, I have known this guy for years. I have seen him transform himself and others into amazing people. And just, it works, guys. I don't know what the program is. I am going to be checking it out at some point, but his program works very well, and I recommend you guys check him out. And give him a fuck follow, and tell him, Gilmy I sent you. Thank you very much for listening, guys. And I will talk to you on the next one.